Listener supported. WNYC Studios. That sounds really good. I mean, you know, I'm like <laughs> looking at Lenny Kravitz in Prague on Instagram. Oh my God. Let me look at this right now. Hold on. He's in his tour bus. Dude. The caption is 5.50 p.m. tour bus life, Prague. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know he's my screensaver right now, right? Yes, with a ridiculous sweater, necklace scarf? thing. <laughs> oh, scarf. <laughs> but I need to meet my future jump off. Thanks. <laughs> you have it pegged already as your jump off? Yes. We will have like a nice one-month fling. It's international. Like I meet him in Amsterdam. I meet him in London. Hello. Like New Jersey. Hey. We're just going to do all of it. That's lit. Yeah. I feel like if I met Lenny Kravitz, we would meet at Cannes and he would be like, what are you doing here? And I'd be like, what are you doing here? And then I'd be like, where's your scarf? And he's like, I packed it as a carry-on. Before takeoff, be sure that all scarves are stowed securely in the overhead compartments. I had to check it. It was too big to fit in the overhead. I'm like, you sh- probably shouldn't have brought it. But okay, sure. <laughs> Don't bring this to France, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's me, Jessica R. Williams. And it's me, Phoebe L. Robinson. And you're listening to a Two Dope Queens boner episode with a woman that we both love, Ms. Nicole Byer. Oh my gosh, she was so funny. She was so fierce. Plus, we found out that you and her have a crazy thing in common, like scary crazy. It's a cliffhanger, y'all. So listen and find out. What's up? How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) Get it? Hi. YQY. So excited to uh, to be here tonight. I just got in today. I've uh, been on my book tour for the past yeah! week. How's the book tour been? It's been it's been good. I, I uh, was in LA on Friday and I had to fly back to I had to fly to DC yesterday to do a book signing. <laughs> DC recognizing <laughs> cities. I love it. Um, and. Uh, so I never, ever do this, but I, was, I knew I was going to have to go straight from the airport to my book tour event. So I upgraded to first class, which I was just like, yeah. oh, I know. What airline did you fly? I, I'm so bougie now. Z- I have, Zohe. Hashtag new money. Zohe. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, United. So it's very sick, nice. Sick, sick, It's very nice. And sick, so... It's ve- yes, it's... I, uh, um, Got a lot of good updates. Yeah, United. so it was really nice. I got into my seat. I got, like, my blanket ready and had my old magazine ready. I'm just, like, <laughs> leaning into being 52, even though I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> and I couldn't find my seatbelt thing, so I was having the, um, the flight attendant help me. And I turn around, and sit- seated behind me is Tony Goldwyn from Scandal, Whoa! President Fitz. Beer, beer, beer. 
I kept just like like looking at him like really creepy like but I didn't want I interviewed him years ago but I didn't want to say anything to him because it was like 7 a.m. and I was wearing like I had like morning breath and I was wearing like a Rolling Stones like sweatshirt <laughs> and like gray like capri sweatpants just like it was very live <laughs> yeah just a full-on like stay-at-home mom tuxedo yeah. so I was like not at my best life self and he was so cute he had like this his hair was great and like I watched him walk to the bathroom and he has like the same like President Fitz strut that's not acting that's just him he's been in character for so long that he like knows (laughs) but also has he been in character for so long where he's like gonna notice like the Coco Queen that's like sitting (laughs) so that was that was really that was really exciting to 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 see him <laughs> and just leer at him when he was like looking at the newspaper. What what time <laughs> what time was the flight? It was at seven a.m. Fuck. So it was like <laughs> there was no way to like get on like a level like an equal footing of like hello like of seduction. Right. Well, because it's too early, and I want to be like big fan of your work because it's like <laughs> he doesn't want to hear that probably. Yeah, and it's like first class. It's like we don't behave like that in first class. Right. <laughs> We give you hot towels. Right. <laughs> My idea of freedom in first class is like to be able to take a hot towel and just like run it across my face. Mm-hmm. But I like always have makeup on. So I can't like, there's always like a business dad who's like taking the hot towels like, oh, thank God. Ugh, and just <laughs> completely washes his body. <laughs> But, like, for me, I would just smear all the makeup and then I just, like, wouldn't have deodorant right, on. yeah. <laughs> but that was my best, like, first class experience because I slept for my, most of the flight. I was so knocked out. And I woke up and I was like, oh, I probably missed all the food. And my flight attendant was like, do you still want a warm chocolate chip cookie? Shit. And I was like, yo, Susan, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> got me, boo. So that was great. That's she dope. had it on. She was waiting for me to wake up. She's just like, do you want a cookie stuff? <laughs> it was so pleasant. I loved it. it was That's great. like, I feel like we get like increments of our reparations, like a little bit at a time. <laughs> and like, there's always just like half a step forward. And then sometimes we get like two steps back where it's like, oh, give me my fucking reparations. Yeah. <laughs> I had a moment like that. Like, well... Did you, like, go to the bathroom after Tony Goldwyn or, like, before? Was there any cross? I didn't want to go to the bathroom after him because I'm like, what if he boo-booed? Yeah. I don't want that to ruin the fantasy. Yeah. And this, went, this woman <laughs> went before him, and I was like, damn, I missed my chance to try, like, sneaking there. So I just, like, you know. Like, just, let him be. Right. And, like, when he walked out, I just kind of, like, looked at him like, you know, I know who you are. I just want <laughs> you to know that. You yeah. Know. He must, like, know, like, there must have been a change after Scandal where, like, before he, like, walked around and black women were like, oh, cool. But then after, like, right. even my mom would be like, like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like, he must know now. Right. Like, there was, like, right. BS and AS, like, before Shonda and after Shonda. Right, because before it was just like, oh, that's the dude from Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the bad guy. Yeah, and then after Shauna's like, I want him to impregnate me. <laughs> so that's pretty that's cool. That's really funny. I had like, once I was in first class, uh, I was flying like with the Daily Show to go to the Emmys, so they gave it to us complimentary. And um, yeah, that was tight. Um, 
I don't feel bad for not having that anymore. And um, <laughs> anyway, I was like there and Ryan Reynolds was like on the flight and he was like in the back corner and it was like a Virgin America flight. And he was like that sort of not working actor that a lot of them do where it's just like Leonardo DiCaprio with like a low hat, like right. city biking around. Like he's like, oh, okay, you're, <laughs> you're a fucking dad. And anyway, he was sitting in the back and... I guess the way they did it, like, they were asking for breakfast options. It was, like, a 7 a.m. flight. And the option was, like, granola and, like, fucking yogurt and, like, a cold-ass special case cereal. And then the other one was, like, hot, like, scrambled eggs with chicken apple sausage, like a fucking waffle. Right. <laughs> and so, obviously, I wanted the latter and not the former. Yeah. And so... um, by the time they get to me, because I'm in the first seat, they, like, started taking orders in the back. The oh, woman's like, no. hey, so Ryan took the last no! hot Fuck breakfast. <laughs> he took the last hot breakfast, so we have, like, a fucking cold granola and piece of shit special K for you. <laughs> what kind of boo-boo-ass milk would you like? <laughs> That sucks. He, you know what? It's like, have enough food. (laughs) Have not half of the tight-ass option. Such trash. It can feel like a full-time job keeping up with the news right now. So WNYC is teaming up with NPR to bring you a new 20-minute daily podcast called Consider This. We're bringing you the day's big headlines, and we include the most important stories from the New York area alongside the national news to help you make sense of the day. Listen to Consider This from NPR and WNYC weekdays wherever you get your podcasts. Special guest for the evening. Special guest. Big, big fan of hers for many, many years. She's killing it. Funny. Killing it comedy. She's been on Girl Code. She currently has her show, Loosely Exactly. Nicole. Please give it up for Nicole Fire! <laughs> so you are in town. You you currently live in LA. I live in LA. I live in Hollywood. Ooh. In uh, a very small apartment with two dogs and a gay man. Uh, <laughs> You're living the dream. That I am. Amazing. I'm living my dream. I'm not married. <laughs> How is it living in LA? Did you just. I like it. You used to live in LA, right? I did. I'm from there, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you moved here when I was moving there. So we were like, bye bye. Yeah. We can't be black friends. No, yeah. <laughs> like, Because I'm always searching for funny black ladies to be my friend, and Same. you were like, no. <laughs> I'm going to New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so how, how was the transition? 
Uh, it was super hard. LA is tough. It's a lonely town. Also, the buildings are not labeled correctly. <laughs> yes, so you'll put, like, put it in GPS, get to it, and you're like looking under bushes, being like, where the fuck am I going? <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's too much. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> You, would you ever move back to New York? In a heartbeat if someone paid me. Oh. You, yeah. it's you guys, you get the money right. Yes, everyone give me a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said you're not married. So what are L.A. dudes like? Are you out? L.A. dudes yeah. suck. No. Damn, dude. Why? They're awful because the women there are perfect. So they're like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll fuck this perfect one. And then this perfect one, ah, this black lady fucker. I I feel, yeah, like I do feel like in L.A. the dating pool is like very much what The Bachelor looks like. Yes. Or like The Bachelorette. Yes. Where it's like, like I watched The Bachelorette, but it's Mm -hmm. like this is the most basic, like normal seeming human. Yes, and then there's like a spicy black woman and he's like, no thanks. And you're like, but why? <laughs> She's the most interesting yeah. person here. Yeah. You're going to pick Danielle who's just like, I'm a dental hygienist. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's hot. I want that. <laughs> yeah, that was like the crazy thing about living, growing up in LA is I always felt like the ideal of like a fucking goopy Gwyneth Paltrow looking yes. broad was like, like that's going to like go surf uh-huh. was the aesthetic but for me, I was always the polar opposite of mm-hmm. that. So it was just like, who do you date? <laughs> it's tough. I don't know. I keep thinking, because I travel a bunch, I was like, maybe I'll go to like Portland, find a man, and bring him back with right, me. Right, right. <laughs> Be like, you are mine. Come live with me. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, that's why you should come back here. It's like, I yeah. really in Brooklyn, do they're like New so York. ready for the hair. I know, the, yes. The skin. Yes. That's great. Right. I love your hair. Where did you get it done? Thank you. In my apartment. Yes. Yeah, she's a traveling salesman. Where did you get your hair done? Who did, this girl, I went to her house. Uh-huh. She's great. Her name is Kaya. She lives in Altadena. I like walk in her house and like a whiff of marijuana happened. And then she's like, yeah, uh, do you want to relax? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so then we like smoked weed and she like braided my hair. And I was like, this is LA. <laughs> That sounds great. awesome. I have a great. cousin named yeah. Kaya who like lives in Altadena and braids hair. What? <laughs> really? Yeah, she smokes a lot of She's weed. She's like taller and kind of like like thick. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> that is insane. Does she like work on movies and shit? Like yes. She ja- oh my god! Does she work on Mad Max? Yeah. Oh, dude, are you fucking serious? That's how little there are black people in LA. Yeah. <laughs> That we That's, know the same black woman. Because she uses that hair for my mom, and it's special hair, right? It, she, yes, she was like, you have to get, it's like so, Rastafari Rasta hair. Free. Yeah! Rastafree. Oh, my God. That is fucking unbelievable. That is wild. I love her so much. I know, she's great. She, <laughs> she doesn't do my hair anymore because I live here. <laughs> but she, like, does my mom's hair every fucking week. Oh, my God. She's amazing. This is wild. How long did it take you to get your hair done? Three hours. Oh, shit. This... She's fucking fast. Yeah, How long she's that fast. Take? I miss that. This was, like, eight hours, nine hours. Oh, Woo! that's too long. How long but did you your hair take? Uh, mine, this took, like, three and a half. Well, that's just a straight weave, right? right? But with that, when I got dreads... Like the lock. I had a really fast girl. I think she was, like, done in, like, four. She was oh, just... Oh, dang. Yeah. Do you guys... You guys all get black hair in here, right? 
That was sad. That was yeah, it's like <laughs> the saddest. We live like, in Brooklyn. Sure, yeah. I wear a lot of wigs. I like wigs. Yeah. I've been thinking about wigs. What do but you like? uh, here's the, the bad thing about wigs. So if you're going to have a one-night stand, beware of the wig because he may pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> he may get too excited. Uh, say, what? Yes! And you're like, no! <laughs> Wait, what did you do when that happened? I screamed, no. <laughs> no. One time, I met this guy at a strip club, and then I went to his okay, house. Wait, wait, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. We're going to reverse this car. So you, you met a guy at a strip club. Yes, yeah, so I went to Jumbo's Clown Room, <laughs> which is my yes. favorite place in L.A. Uh-huh. I went there, I got a little drunk, this man was staring at me, and I was like, what the fuck is your deal? And he's like, you're pretty. And I said, that's all you guys say. <laughs> so, so then I like went home with him to Pasadena, which is so far from my house. And he was like, doing it from behind. And uh, I guess he hit it too hard, and my wig just toppled off. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> no. And he was like, oh, what? <laughs> And then it was like him chasing me, chasing a wig. <laughs> like around his mouth. He's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm still hard, I'm still hard, I'm still hard. Let's do this. Come on, put it back in, put it back in. <laughs> All of this is irrelevant. <laughs> I knew it was a gamble when we both met each other at a strip club. It's fine. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, well, we're almost out of time, Nicole. This is make. I know. I know. I know. It's okay. You can get more of me on Fridays at 10 p.m. <laughs> on MTV. It's called Lucy. Lucy Exactly Nicole. Yeah. I have a question. So you're a, a boss, obviously. Yeah. What's it like being a boss? You know, I'm working on my own show. Uh, I'll tell you something. Feels good till you realize you're not really the boss. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I guess I'll say it. MTV, like, switched our episode order, and I didn't know until it was airing. And I was like, huh, <laughs> that's not right. And wow. then, like, I didn't get to see final episode locks, so, like, jokes I like got cut. So, truly, like, I felt, like, in control until it was airing, and I was like, I had no control. Fuck. Aww. I had none whatsoever. But, like, beside that, like, it was really awesome being in the writer's room and being like, my jokes trump everything. Or... <laughs> I mean, my fucking name is in the title. My jokes better trump everything. <laughs> you come up with something? Sorry. <laughs> I have to say it. I won't say what you're saying. Also, the network would be like, we need this joke. It's a little tamer than what you wanted, so let's do that one. I'd be like, nope. Sick. And then I would do my own joke until they're like, we have to move on. The network would be like, can we get one more? And they're like, sorry, we have to move on. And I was like, when? All right. <laughs> So So what advice can you give Jess? Honestly, don't back down. Mm. If you actually believe in something and you're like, this is like very important to my vision, explain that. Be like, this is why it's important because then they'll start listening. Also, half the time men aren't listening to you. Really? No. No, you'll say one thing. You'll be like, the sky is blue. And they'll be like, I like candy. And you're like, what the fuck was the correlation? (laughs) What was the correlation? Nothing. It's like you were on a different plane. So sometimes you have to say something. They'll come back at you. And you're like, you obviously weren't listening to me. So you just like say it a little harder. And then maybe your manager will be like, oh, you may have come off like a bitch. You're like, no, I came off as a woman who knows what the fuck she wants. (laughs) Don't call me a bitch because I know what I want. 
so yeah. Like, don't like literally like just don't don't if you believe in something, just be like, this is this is my fucking vision. You want it this person, so let this person do it. Louis C.K. is not funnier than me, he's not funnier than you. He's just an old fucking white dude. So like why does he get to do whatever the fuck he wants? Shit. Donald Glover gets to do what he wants. He's a black man, Woo. but he's also a man. Thank God they let Pamela Alden do what she's doing. Right. So you can show that women are like, we're not like, oh, where's the pie? I have to bake a pie. Like, we know what the fuck we're doing. And yeah. it's... Oh, it, like, it makes me so mad. Dude, that shit was like church. It like, makes me so mad that yeah. men do not... Like, on a daily... Like, I'll have a meeting with people who are on my team and I'll say something and they'll say something else. And I'm like, we got to back the fuck up because you weren't listening. It's, a, it's wild that I haven't been dropped yet because that's how I speak no. to people. <laughs> You're fucking doing it right. Like, yeah, yeah, I, listening. Feel, I feel like when women are assertive, there's like an issue. You're a bitch. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not a bitch. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> Whoa. This is... Because when you talk to an executive, yeah. they went to school for like the arts. And they learn how to write a paragraph. I've been doing comedy for eight fucking, ten years at this point. I know more than you. Mm. You don't know what you're talking about. You think that joke's too hard? Fuck you. Thank you. You're welcome. That was like... I'm going to be like the most amped Super Soul Sunday speech. I was like Oprah crunk. I mean, somebody has to say it. literally like what Beyonce did during the formation tour. Oh, my God. I truly... She was like, nobody's stronger than a woman. I was like, I'm crying. And I was like, I am strong. (laughs) We are strong. We're stronger than fucking people think. Mm. Women are going to take over the world. I love nothing more than a white dude who's like, well, life is hard. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. What are the receipts, how? please? You created this world. Yeah. How is it hard? Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, well. Oh, I have to go? Bye-bye. No, I mean. <laughs> we bye-bye. Just, no, I like, love- we want to keep, obviously, I'm going to text no, you a thousand right. times. Please be my but friend. <laughs> That's well, really thank nice. you so much for doing thank this you show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Keep it going for Nicole. Bye. Okay, babies. You just heard the one. The only Nicole Byer recorded live at Brooklyn Bowl, 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 Bowl. That was great echo effect, right? It was. It was really good. I wasn't expecting it. And so I was going to like start talking right after you. But I appreciate what you did. Yeah, but dude, she's such a Khaleesi, dude. Like the actual Khaleesi. Top queen. She's the best. Okay, so back to business. All right, guys. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff. Hey, girl. Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Jeremy Bloom, Matt Boynton, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by my future first husband, Jeff Broski. <laughs> Y'all, go show us some love. Subscribe to Two Dope Queens wherever you get your podcasts. And rate us five stars. And then follow us on Twitter 
We have updates on shows, behind the scenes content, and more selfies, gifs, gifs, whatever you want. We got it. Guaykiwai. Lenny is so ridiculous, but also. Um, I've been shopping at CB2 lately, and CB2 you know he is has great. a line. Yes, it's and, great, and he has okay, a line okay, at CB2. Okay, you know what? Here and we it's go. Good. This is what I want to say. Do you not remember when we had this discussion on stage, and both you and Paul Sheer basically shat in my mouth for saying that I am all about his CB2 line, and now you're shopping at I like CB2 like it now. <sighs> mm-hmm. This episode was brought to you by the Lenny Kravitz line at CB2, J.K. Rowling. They would never endorse this show. Ever.